Money FM 89.3. Best of the evening runway. Under the radar. You're listening to Money FM 89.3, and it's now time for Under the Radar with me, Chua Tiantian. Now, making healthcare more accessible, effective, and less invasive. That's the ambition of our guest for today, Customize. Now, spun off from the Singapore University of Technology and Design, or SUTD, in late 2022, the firm aims to do so through the use of medical devices made with advanced manufacturing techniques. It has since launched its first device, a series of 4D printed orthopedic casts, which are more comfortable and convenient for patients. The casts are also easier for doctors to apply and remove, and require less resources. For hospitals to deploy, now, the casts have won awards at multiple startup events, including the K Startup Grand Challenge. Now, as a firm, Customize was also selected as the first startup in incubator Venture Blix Super Incubator Program. It is also working with other incubators and accelerators, such as the Shinhan Square Bridge Incheon, Singapore Management University's Business Innovation Generator, the Temasek Launchpad, and the SUTD. But what is the strategic value? Of working with these players, and how does customize envision its growth trajectory to be like going forward? Lots of questions, and for the answers, I've got with me Abel Tio, CEO of Customize. Abel, welcome. Hi, Tintin. Thanks for having me here. Great to have you on board. And、uh, Abel, we've briefly talked about Customize as a company that aims to make healthcare more accessible, effective, and less invasive、uh, through the use of medical devices, which are made with advanced manufacturing techniques.、Uh, before Before we start, Abel, take us through the gaps you see in the medical device industry, and consequently, your value proposition and business model. Right. So we see medical devices having gaps in the slow adoption of new technology, as well as is how slow it gets adopted in practice in hospitals and clinics, and how expensive they can actually be. So we are actually patching up these gaps by researching and applying these new technologies to be used in medical devices through close consultations with、uh, local hospitals, healthcare experts, and some of these technologies that we are researching and applying now include four D printing and auxetic shapes. So the slow adoption of these technologies are. Affected by factors such as how unfamiliar hospitals are with these new technologies, and the degree of invasiveness for the new solutions, so we try to get、um, these new solutions into the market as soon as possible by designing our devices to be as least invasive,、uh, while being、uh, having their use by doctors and nurses to be as simple and non-disruptive as possible. Hmm. Talk about being as simple as it can be. Let's take a look at your devices. The first device,、uh, which is a series of four D printed orthopedic casts, are more convenient and comfortable for patients. And I understand they are also easier for doctors to apply and remove. Tell us more about that. How does it solve the current industry pain points for plaster casts? Right. So if you have ever been in a cast before,、um, it's very itchy, very sweaty,、um, very uncomfortable overall. And it's very inconvenient because you have to put on a plastic layer when you go to shower. Yeah, so overall, it's really bad for the patients, and for the doctors,、um, it's actually a very tedious process to apply and remove. So you have to go through many ten different steps, 
with uh, many, many different tools such as bandages, tapes, scissors. And the person applying the cast has to have a lot of experience to not apply the cast too tightly or too loosely as that can lead to a lot of complications. And um, yeah, so for us, our 4D printed cast actually addresses all of these problems. So for patients, um, it's now much lighter, much more breathable. So I actually have it on here now, uh, much lighter, much more breathable. Uh, you can actually shower in it, it's fully waterproof. And for doctors, uh, it's much easier for them to apply and remove now as our cast are a one size fits all product actually. So once you activate our cast, which in this case is using heat, um, the cast will actually uh, mold itself to every patient's hand. So it's kind of an assistive smart material in that sense. Um, yeah, so you know now the process of applying is just so much easier, so much faster. It's more than uh, three times faster. You don't require any special tools besides the heater to heat it up. And you can just clip the cast in place. And yeah, that's about it. So overall, we, we have a lot of uh, benefits for both the patients and doctors. Mm. Um, don't mind me following up with uh, two quick questions. One is you talked about three times faster in terms of deployment. But when we look at actual timing, what are we looking at? And the second part of the question is uh, we talk about being easy to roll out. So how many hospitals perhaps are using your solutions right now? So um, our startup is pretty new. So we are only about one years old. So we're still you know, firming up many partnerships with uh, many parties. I would say um, right now, we recently got the uh, the approval to sell in Korea. So we got a class one medical certification. We got it about two weeks ago. And so now we are you know, preparing all the small scale manufacturing. We've started a bit of our manufacturing on our end. And you know we are prepared to uh, basically make our first uh, fulfilled sale in perhaps around late January, uh, early February, around the period. And other than that, you know, we have a lot of hospitals that are interested in purchasing the cars. Um, in Singapore, we are working very closely with Tan Tok Seng to actually uh, finalize the cars and, you know, roll it out. Uh, some of them in their hospitals. Um, in Thailand, we have some interested distributors in Taiwan. So they're all waiting for the uh, I would say more formal testing procedures, uh, all the, a lot of documentation. So that's what we are preparing for right now. Right. In terms of faster, when we talk about timings, right, and more granularity, are we looking at uh, time saving of hours in terms of deployment? So um, I would say it depends on how many patients. Uh, of course, if, if a hospital has a lot of patients that have to put on cars, it can be uh, really, it might build up to hours, but per cast, uh, we anticipate a savings of about, of about um, 25 minutes. So normally right now for plaster of Paris and fiberglass, it could take around uh, 20 to 30 minutes when applying a cast. So for us, we, we shorten that process to just uh, five minutes. So, you know, that time savings really add up in that sense. Yeah, and also I would say that our cast, you don't really require an assistant. Whereas uh, the traditional cars that are being used right now, you require about two manpower to really help apply. Wow, okay. And uh, Abel, let's talk a little bit more about positioning for customized as a company, not just in terms of plaster cars and your new uh, moldable cars, right? Um, customized as a whole, you are looking at 
making medical devices. So, who would you compete in the longer term? What is your industry positioning strategy? For instance, do you consider the likes of implant makers like Osteopor as your competitors? What is your strategy, your positioning then? Right. So, as a medical device company in general, we like to explore areas that require innovation the most. Where the existing players actually、uh, are not able to address a significant pain point with the with the technology they are using. So I would say, because the medical devices industry tends to be quite a stable、uh, industry, where you know if、um, there is no huge pain,、uh, players are normally content to just have the status quo in that sense for for some of the devices out there. So、um, with with that in mind, you know we are. Right now, we are trying to replace as many、uh, custom three D printed fittings、uh, for patients with、uh, instead mass produce four D printed devices instead. So you know, and other than that, as much as possible, we would like to collaborate with existing players more than compete with them. As you know, existing players they already have the build up credibility, the build up networks that you know we can、uh, tap into and ultimately、uh, get it to patients、uh, as soon as possible. So with osteoporosis specifically, we do not really view them as a competitor in that sense.、Uh, perhaps when we are looking at more、uh, implant-focused products, then you know hopefully we'll be able to collaborate with them instead. Yeah. Take us through the current state of affairs.、Uh, what is customized scale of operations globally? Are you mainly located within Singapore, given that the company is still in its early stages at this point? So yeah, we are right now. I would say most of our activities are taking place in Singapore. With a small, I would say we do have a distributor that is helping us to distribute in Korea. So、uh, we do have some、uh, meetings and、um, activities in Korea as well,、uh, but definitely nothing compared to what we are doing in Singapore. And we do have some、uh, product presentations、uh, overseas, like in Taiwan, Thailand, to show to interested distributors and hospitals.、Um, yeah. Other than that, you know,、uh, it's mainly just. Exploratory in those countries, yeah.、Mm. And I do want to talk a little bit about customers. You mentioned about、um, working with the likes of Tan Tock Seng and、uh, obtaining a license to sell in South Korea, if I get you correctly. And I believe you told our colleagues at the Straits Times in August that orthopedic experts in five hospitals in Singapore and South Korea they are already testing out the casts and providing feedback. I believe you also said then that、uh, you guys have inked several sales and R and D letters of intents、uh, with organizations within APEC. At this point in time, though, how far is customized、uh, profit generating business? If not, what are your targets?、Uh, profitability targets. So we anticipate to be profitable, perhaps、uh, at the end of twenty twenty five, around there. I would say that we would already be profit、uh, generating in twenty twenty four. Just that that is the year. That we will be extending a lot of our patents. We'll be filing more patents. You know, extending our patent coverage、uh, and trademarks in more countries. So that is where I would say a lot of the expenses for twenty twenty four would be,、uh, which is why we don't really think we'll be profit generating then. But in twenty twenty five, we will likely be. Yeah. Mm, don't mind me asking this. You talked about patents, right? How many patents do you guys have under your belt at this point in time, and how many more are you guys applying? Right. So I think largely our patents now are, you know, since we are about a year old, many of them are in the provisional stage now. So which is why we have this time to kind of decide which countries we want to have、uh, the full patent on. Yeah. 
So we have right now we have about two patents. And let's talk about accolades and also the backers that you have.、Um, Customize has won a number of product innovation awards. The firm also recognized in the 2023 Forbes 30 Under 30 Asia list for healthcare and science. Now, more importantly, you guys are backed by Super Incubator Venture Blade. Other incubators and accelerators like Shinhan Squarebridge Incheon, SMU's Business Innovations Generator, the Masik Launchpad, and the SUTD. What do you think is the strategic value brought about by your accolades and also the profile of your backers? Right. So I would say you know both of them have been very、uh, important for us because、uh, we are a really young team、uh, trying to go into the medical devices space, which you know traditionally、um, has players with a lot of Industry experience, so I would say that the the echoes that we have gotten、um, have given us that boost in credibility to do so, and definitely we could not be、uh, at a stage where we were at without、uh, Venture Blake,、uh, without the Masik Poly, SUTD, and SMU, and also the Shinhan Square Bridge because they have really、uh, connected us with、uh, who we need to talk to in the industry. They helped us open the door for us to be able to present our solutions to、uh, the people that matter the most, the hospitals,、uh, the patients, as well as the、um, decision makers when it comes to、uh, product deployment. There.、Mm. If you're just tuning in, we're now in conversation with Abel Tio, CEO of Customize, and Abel, let's talk about near-term growth. I believe you were also cited in an SMU article that customized forecast to heal at least five percent of all leg and arm fractures in APAC in the next five years, and I suppose that's through your、uh, orthopedic cast. And the number cited was around three point two million fractures. Question though, Abel, what was the basis for the projection? How do you intend to reach that goal, both on the customer acquisition and the capacity side of things? I would say you know the projection is both. A mix of a top-down and a bottom-up kind of projection. So top-down wise, you know, based on the population in Asia Pacific, the percentage of、uh, fractures、uh, that occur in the region,、um, that is how we kind of got a figure of about four、um, million for this kind of fractures、uh, that are happening in Asia Pacific itself. But when we look at when we look at、um, what We have in Singapore, in Korea, in Taiwan, in Thailand, especially you know specifically the countries that we are going to we are planning to enter in the next five years.、Um, we have kind of、um, gotten the figures that you know the figure is more about three point two million around there, and we I would say realistically we aim to、uh, cater and heal all these fractures by you know connecting with as many distributors as possible in relevant countries. I would say in in Singapore we don't have to work with distributors to get out fast. We are able to work with the hospitals directly, but in many other countries we have to work with distributors like in Korea, in、uh, Thailand, in Japan, in Taiwan. So we are. Uh, working closely with those distributors to get our product out as soon as possible, so we're able to get more、uh, reliable projections in what they feel about、uh, how large their market is.、Mm, right, and looking ahead, I believe you also mentioned that、uh, Customize intends to develop other 4D printed products、um, in the areas of perhaps other medical devices. Veterinary, orthopedics, and smart packaging. What are you moving into as a start, and what's next for your product pipeline? How would the growth trajectory for the company look like in the near term? Right. So I would say the product 
pipeline wise uh, firstly we only have the short arm cast now so we're actually expanding upon that we're making it modular such that you know you can extend it into a long arm cast and we are similarly doing the same for the, the lower limbs as well and other than that uh, definitely for animal orthopedics there's a very huge space there we are um, we are trying to move into that and i would say some other like physiotherapy devices like for carpal tunnel for cerebral palsy we are working with uh, we're discussing you know partnerships to to innovate and develop those products for uh, the industry as well and i would say beyond uh, orthopedics you know we are also looking at um, other industries that could use uh, 4D printing, for example, uh, some construction, uh, smart packaging. Uh, but, you know, those are ideas that we'll look into uh, perhaps five years from now. And uh, your second question was on the growth trajectory. So I would say that uh, right now, you know, we we are more of a market testing phase whereby, you know, our First initial sales will be in Korea, and soon um, we hope to start selling in Singapore, perhaps in the middle of uh, 2024 as well. And we'll be fundraising, um, I would say, in about a year, eight, eight months to a year from now. So the main goal of that fundraising will actually be to uh, start our mass manufacturing um, uh, facilities going. And, and I would say more uh, market development uh, initiatives as well. Yeah. So right now we are quite hope, we are quite uh positive about the the product reception, and we do anticipate that you know soon we'll need these mass manufacturing facilities up. Right, Abel. Don't mind me asking this because I was looking at uh, your list of backers. Right, you have a number of incubators, accelerators, venture blick as well, and I understand at times they do take a certain amount of equity or, or they do invest in the company. So are you operating on VC capital or angel capital at this point? I would say that most of our capital has come from uh, not really VCs, but I would say, for example, VentureBlick is more like an SPV. So most of our funds have come from there. I would say it's been very valuable working with them as uh, you know they've really helped us open the door to the medical community in the region. Uh, most of our uh, investors from uh, VentureBlick are actually doctors themselves, so uh, we are very. Uh, I would say we are very happy that you know uh, our investors themselves are, are in a way the customers in that sense. Um, other than that, you know we have gotten a lot of our funding from grants as well in Singapore. Uh, you know, which is always good. You know, it's, it's less it's non dilutive at all. So uh, yeah, that's more or less where our funding has come from. Right. And before we let you go, Abel, what are some future plans for Customize for the rest of this year and into the next that we might have missed out earlier? What can we look forward to in Singapore? Um, right. So I would say, you know, the year is ending. There's only about 20 days left. So um, for us, uh, I would say that within this next year, we anticipate, you know, our, our packaging to be fully ready. We anticipate, you know, uh, producing, being able to produce the, the batch that we have uh, that we have uh, agreed to deliver to Korea. And anything else that uh, that we have missed out under the radar, um, I would say that, you know, recently I would say we have won some uh, prizes in the form of uh, being like, we have gotten the ASEAN uh, Outstanding Engineering Innovation Award, which I think only some uh, companies uh, in Singapore have gotten. Uh, we have gotten the 
sustainability awards as well because you know we pride ourselves on our cars being uh, reusable among the same patient as well which is a pretty a pretty new um, innovation in that sense um, I would say yeah I mean that that's about it I think you know you have pretty much pointed us out all the activities that we have gone through over this year Mm, but I suppose it will be even more exciting in the coming years. So looking forward to that. Thanks a lot, Abel. That was Abel Teo, CEO of Customize. Thank you very much for joining us on Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.